This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Art Take Podcast, episode 137. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. Bear with us while we get our levels set. I was kind of quiet in my headphones, but oh. hey, you can find us at the Our Take Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Truth Social. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> uh, or the Art Take Podcast.com, where you can get your Artake Pod merch. Wait, did you sign up the Artake Podcast yeah, on Truth Social? Yeah. Hmm. Artake Pod. <laughs> Just the same handle as everything else. Artake huh. Pod. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. But huh, huh, huh. on the huh. website, I'm this close yeah. to pulling my SBNF hats until more people order them. Okay. Everybody loves the idea when I tell them, and then nobody, you know, nobody well, orders that's it. Because they maybe don't really love the idea. Have you considered <laughs> that? Listen, it doesn't actually say shitballs hey, and fuck. It just a, says... That's a great idea. Yeah, I love that idea, bro. Oh, get me one of those. You every, wanna, and then you're like, do you want to order one right now? Oh, the uh, thing is... Listen, everybody... I don't get paid till Friday. <laughs> everybody in their life has something that makes them go, ah, shitballs and fuck, man. And so... I don't think I've ever... Well... I've said all of those words independently. Now you have something else. Like, my balls... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs a new exclamation. All right, <laughs> so now you have one. <laughs> Jesus, on ice skate. Uh, let's see here. Can you turn that down a touch? Thank you. <laughs> it was loud in my headphones. Yeah, okay. I bet you there are people listening right now who are like, thank you no, for turning it down. To be honest, I actually sample over this. <laughs> I just I just play it to psych us up. That's the only reason. There's We could just oh. start. We could just start. We could just well, start. Be that as it may, maybe even after the, if with the sample, I might be listening, being like, "I hope he turns it down right now." Mm. I don't uh, know. I will on the sample. I'm gonna like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's March 25th, everybody. On this day in history, Wiki Wiki Web, the world's first wiki, is launched. Wiki, wow, this wiki is later web. than I thought it would have been. What year do you think that happened? 2005. 1995. I would have thought wikis would have been, like, you know, 92, like, the next year after the internet. When did Wikipedia start? <clears throat> I have no idea. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to Google that real quick. Well, it's the first user-editable website, so that must have just been uh, the Wikipedia. Is that what defines a wiki? <laughs> I, I guess. guess so. His name was Ward Cunningham, by the way. The guy who invented that. 2001. He really missed out on calling it a Cunningham, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> Uh, what Cunningham, else? A P- Cunning PD, Cun- uh, you know, I don't know, man. Cunnipedia? <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> Might go. Might have been. C- coming 1949. Was when Wikipedia started. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On this day in history, the Soviet Union begins deporting some 90,000 Estonians, Latvians, and Lithuanians to some of Russia's most inhospitable areas. That sounds like a very American thing to do, but, you know, it was the Soviet Union. So. Well, I mean... <laughs> 
Uh, most of the deportees labeled enemies of the people by the Soviet authorities were women and children. Oh, man. You know. Wait, Russia. where did they send them? Like the frozen tundra or something? It must have been. It's called Operation Priobi. Mm. Priobi. I don't know. Also known as March Deportation, as in March the month, right? It was designed to weaken the Baltic nationalist movement. Hmm. Who knew? Weird. Yeah. I didn't know that. 1949. That's really, you know, that's really early for the for the Soviet. Well, when was the revolution? I don't know my Russian history. I don't know. The revolution. Like that put Stalin in power. Was that would have been before before World War Two, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, so I was just thinking, end World War Two. It's only four years. There's this m- m- nationalist movement. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, uh, you know, the first thing you want to do after you win a war is after you've lost a bunch of people is get rid of more people. That's true. Um, real smart. Russians handled all of that real well. They yeah. always do. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Russians. Um. <laughs> was it last time? Did we talk about, or maybe it was just in the car? Sometimes I can't remember how my sister's been freaking out about us getting killed by nukes. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I don't think it was on the show. Okay. Yeah. She's she's mentioned that. She's like, oh, we live near a hill, and so I. We live near an air force base. <laughs> and like you know, four years ago, in one of our episodes, we pulled up this nuke map. Yeah. Right. And, it was uh, a, simu- a simulator. Yeah, it's a simulator. Tells yeah. you exactly, you know, what the radius of destruction would be, and I how many people would and die. And I reassured my sister. I said, "Amy, I pulled it up, and I said, Amy, don't worry. You shouldn't. You shouldn't concern yourself because if they drop a bomb on Hill, we're all gonna die instantly. Yeah, not just die. <laughs> we're gonna die. Like if they drop the Tsar bomba, right." Before we even see the light. For some reason, that didn't comfort her. For me, it was like, <laughs> yeah, no I kidding. don't know, man. It's just our, done. Our skin would be vaporized you don't have before to, the light would reach us. You don't us. have to do the whole radiation poisoning no, thing. It's no, just, it's just... Uh, but anyway, so she had said that, and we were we had talked about it. And then uh, a few nights later, um, I don't know, lately, I don't know why, but lately I've been having like very vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. Like so vivid that I... Woke up one morning, I had to message my friend and say, hey, we didn't kill somebody and cover it up, right? You shouldn't text that. I was so, cu- I was like, I was legitimately like, you never, did this happen? You never <laughs> text that. Because what if, what if? Yeah, I'd been like Jason Bourne or something. No, like, no, no, like just, you know, what if, God forbid, yeah. he had killed someone the night the before. Night before. <laughs> and you text him because of a dream. Huh. Yeah, and now you're true. now you're culpable. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> now you're involved. He's like so, he's like trying. He's like, I swear this guy wasn't involved. Listen, he texts you the next I day. Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he vehemently she it was a she she oh. vehemently denied it. Yeah, but the prosecution <laughs> the prosecution nor the public would believe it. It would be in the news like friend Spencer Rogers text her the following day. Did we kill someone? <laughs> it's clear he was involved. <laughs> I swear it was a dream. <laughs> anyway, so I've been having weird dreams, and I uh, uh, one night I just hear this uh, explosion, right? Yeah. This explosion. It's like 2 or 3 in the morning. Ogden. And I, first of all, I think, because I've heard the trains before. They, they hit really hard or something, and it makes a really loud noise. Well, they explode often Yeah, right. in the train yard. And at first I think it's that, and I kind of drift back to sleep. But then I hear it again, and I'm like, "What is happening?" And by this point, I'm like, "I, I'm, 
I become terrified. I'm like, we are getting bombed. It's happening. So you're frozen. This is going down. You're frozen in your bed. <laughs> right. And I hear another one. I'm like, what is happening? Did you call your sister? Like, it's happening. No, it's two in the morning. I'm so confused. I'm out of sorts. I'm like half asleep. Yeah. And then I see lightning. And I'm like, then I'm even I'm more confused. It's more so, of the worlds. So yeah, and I'm confused because it's February. And it's 20 degrees outside, yeah. and that's not thunderstorm weather. Anyway, so eventually I get up and I look outside and I see a phenomenon called thunder snow. Yes, which is actually a very rare event. I remember this night, um, and uh, it doesn't happen very often. And it was a snow squall, snow squall warning. Squall snow. Squall snow. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was basically a thunderstorm within. A snow, a blizzard. Which, yeah, I mean, normally, to give you a uh, a meteorology lesson, yeah, it's the mixing of hot and cold air that creates friction to create lightning. Yeah, so that's why it's so weird. Yeah, uh, it was very strange, and yeah. it, it, I, everyone around here heard it. You heard it. I you heard got, it. You have video. I got of video. It. I'll post the video to our uh, to our talk. Um. It was wild. Yeah. And this phenomenon is is so rare. There was no delay, by the way. It was like no, it, it was, it lightning was, thunder. Like it was it, almost um, like Midwest, you know, t- where I grew up, kind of thunder and lightning. Like, do you ever, when it, whenever there's lightning, do you start counting immediately? Uh, no, I always I start, I always start I, counting because I'm just curious how far away it is. Right. And I couldn't even start. Be- it was it was immediate. The storms here aren't. I don't know. <laughs> no, I just not because I'm like scared. It's just no, more out of yeah. curiosity. Like I don't want to see if the next one's closer. You know what I mean? Right. No. No. So. Um, this phenomenon. So Jim Cantor. Okay, he is a. Um, actually, well, we're not. Uh, I'll send it to you. He's so been you discredited. <laughs> he's a. He is the. Uh, he's the Weather Channel guy that goes out on all. The hurricanes. He's like their main guy. Okay. Okay. Oh, Jim Cantor. What did I? Say? I'm just kidding. Nothing. Oh, oh. we've watched. <laughs> we've watched this before on the show. Have we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the weatherman who gets super excited. Yeah. Yeah. So this is. It's such a rare phenomenon that he gets, like. Oh yes, yes, yes! <laughs> we got it, baby. We got it. We got it. Woo! Woo! We got it. Yes. That is not. Listen to that. I know what Listen you're doing. To that. Oh, baby! <laughs> I know what you're doing. You're playing a clip of Ric Flair. No! <laughs> and you're oh, claiming... Again! Again! That's a twofer! That's a twofer, baby! Yes! What are the, what's the guy's name? What are the guy's names that commentate? That's a twofer! Oh, it does sound like twofer, Jim Ross. Yeah. Jesus oh Christ! <laughs> the Undertaker! Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yes. God. Oh, my That's God. You gotta be kidding what's the other, me! Is that, is that the guy with the really high voice? Oh, it's Jerry um, the King and Jim Ross. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but so this is such a rare phenomenon that the guy that has been in the worst weather possible like he is, in, is freaking blown away by you know this. What, you know what makes me the most happy about that clip? Huh. Is knowing that someone out there found their passion and gets paid for it. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's not just a meteorologist for fuck's sake, like, just to get money. He's he's He loves it. Right. You know? Yeah. And it just doesn't... 99% of us aren't happy <laughs> with what we're doing. <laughs> we're not passionate about it. This guy, this guy loves it. 
Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find a good Jim Ross clip here. Oh, God. Yeah. With, that, that was uh, the Undertaker you, pushing mankind off a of hell you, in a cell. If you remove the crowd, <laughs> the, the guy on the landing on the table sounds like thunder. Yeah, and he sounds like the weatherman. So yeah, <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole like five minute video of just Jim oh, Ross. Yeah, I'm sure, man. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm locked in as logged in as rejected takeoff, not Spencer. That's why I'm getting a commercial right now. Oh man, yeah, commercials. Oh man. So it was uh it was cool to hear. Uh it, I was embarrassed how like how nervous how you terrified got. <laughs> I, I became. I think I woke up I woke up in between mm-hmm. thunderclaps. And so I think I saw the lightning before I heard the next one. So I wasn't as scared. Right. You know what I mean? Like I knew right. what it was. But uh, yeah, if I had just heard the booms that close, it would have been It was been it was weird. weird. And I think I I must have been having like a weird, well, and it sounds weird different. Dream. Sounds different when it's snowing as well because there's not as much echo off the mountains, right? So it's just right. like this. Yeah. Anyway, it was cool. I liked it. So when Joseph Renegade Biden, Joseph R. Robin, what's, uh, what's his, Robinette, uh, What's his Secret Service handle? Do you know? Dildo Schwagens. <laughs> no, I don't That's know. That's way too long. I don't know. Uh, Iron Eagle. <laughs> Iron Eagle. Um, one of the first questions, I don't remember, what was the, uh, the hot redhead, uh... <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Wendy. Was it Wendy? <laughs> what was his first, uh, his first, um... Oh, press uh... secretary. Jen Saki. Jen, Jen Saki. Yeah. Saki. Saki. Uh, <laughs> if you watch his fir- her first press conference, one of the first questions that got asked... Um, uh, was now that he's now that uh, I wish I could find the clip. Now that he's president, is Joseph Biden or Joe Biden going to uh, change the colors of the new Air Force One? And Jen Psaki is just like, what? It's it's day one. Or that's right. really. Well, and I was enraged that she didn't <laughs> answer it. I'm like, what the hell? That's why I voted for Joe Biden because I don't want this ghetto ass Trump plane. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, by the way, his code name is uh, Celtic or Celtic, if you pronounce it correctly. Celtic. Yeah, I guess uh. it's the same one he had when he was Veep. Uh, uh, the Renegade made me think of it because that was Obama's. Oh, and Trump's, no joke, dickhead was mogul. That's dumb. Yeah. Um, but a few weeks ago, March tenth, um. Joe Biden selected the new livery because Boeing needed it. It needed really? to be finalized this year for the new Air Force One. And by the graces of Jeebus, he went back to uh, like the, the Kennedy, Kennedy style, style baby Air Force blue. One. The baby blue. It's going to be slightly updated. It's going to be a little more shiny. And uh, there's not going to be any polished aluminum because there's not aluminum in the plane. As what? much to polish it. There's a lot of. Uh, it's like a hundred percent fiberglass. Why, no, no, no. <laughs> but there's just quite a bit. That's why American Airlines had to change their livery from the polished aluminum a few uh, like ten years ago. Yeah. To the, the one they have now is because the 787 and the newer planes are have a lot of composite in it, and you can't uh, can't polish that. Um. But. Yeah, it's almost like a seafoam green. 
baby blue. <laughs> like what? Sea foam. Well, uh, it, like a turquoise in some of these shots. It, you, it looks what? almost turquoise. I think something's wrong with your computer. This one? What are you talking about? That? That's not a good photo. I don't know what that well, is. It's not a photo. Or that's, I mean, that's not a. That's it's that's, uh, official I Trump Air Force you, One I sent livery. You the Air Force. The Air Just Force now? is official. Yeah. It, oh, there it is. Yeah. To somebody else. No. <laughs> uh, they Wait, did. I gotta see a previous because that looks very similar, doesn't it? Oh no, but so this is still coming. This is the plane that's on the way. It's been so on the way that during Trump's term in office, he he picked the livery. I know we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was it was dark blue. Dark blue. It was ugly. But this looks really similar to what it currently is. Yeah, doesn't that's it? the idea. Oh, okay. Trump wanted to change it to something that was like Trumpy. <laughs> it's true. It was like and, a dark uh, blue. And fortunately, it came down to. Um, the the livery that Trump had chosen, at least they this is what they said, is uh, after a thermal study, they concluded the dark blue design would require additional FAA qualification testing uh, because of some of the hot environments they'd go into. Really? That's what they said. Because it's so dark. Because it was dark. Yeah. That seems. Just say you don't. Well, like I don't it. care. Just say I you don't, don't like it. I'm just glad that we're keeping. It does this, look. It, it looks almost uh, the exact same. Yeah, that's it is. It's just a different. It's gonna be kind of a shinier. It's the newer paint that they put on the planes. Mm, the new, um, it's a new clear coat. <laughs> it's a Jackie. It's Jackie Kennedy's plane, man. Yeah, and it's. I just look. I understand that it's not red, white, and blue. That it doesn't really represent. But it's Air Force One, man, and it's been this way since the '60s. It doesn't. Not, not everything needs to have red, white, and blue. And it's iconic, know? and everyone knows it. it's the, everyone knows that it's the United States' airplane. Like the White there's House. No, the White House isn't red, white, and there's blue. No there's no confusion <laughs> when this plane lands. Right. No one's like, "Oh, is that is that uh, Sweden?" Is <laughs> <Right>. that, <laughs> oh man, if I was any other country, I would totally paint my plane to look the exact same, <laughs> just yeah. to be a dick. Yeah, right, dude. Like it, Russia. I bet we would get into a war with a country that did that. We just like, <laughs> just no. out of principle. I do want to. I'm sending you a picture here. I do. We don't have. We're not broad. We're not showing. I don't know why I'm sending you any of this. I know. We're sorry. We're not recording. Um, but I just wanted to show you the uh, size difference between the new and old Air Force One. Smaller. No, the, the new one's on the bottom. Oh, that's the bottom. Okay. Yeah, it's quite a bit bigger. I thought. This, um, I thought they were the same plane. No. Well, this is a newer variant. Oh, okay. It's so a, it's still a 747. It's very long. Um. Much longer, and the upper section is quite extended as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the, the engines the upstairs, are massive. The upstairs, if you will. Uh, and this is a very fast airplane. Um, very fast, just very state of the art. Air Force, the current uh, Air Force One is actually pretty ghetto as far as the avionics and uh, that sort of stuff. Obviously, there's stuff that they don't tell us about it, but right. Still, um, they're still using. Uh, the new one's going to be pretty sick, man. <laughs> it's just taking forever to, to make it. They're still, they keep putting it back. Is that a door on the top? On the top level? Yeah. There's a door up there. I'm sure. Look at that. Probably an escape slide. That's what it is. Um, cool. Cool. A few weeks ago, or was it last week? I don't know. Was the Oscars. Yeah. Two, and two weeks? Um, doesn't matter. Two weeks ago. I don't know, man. Ever since I got divorced, my my ex wife, she was the movie. She was big into the Oscars and everything. And I, I'm more of a TV guy, as we've discussed before. I just like TV shows. And 
The only I've only I think I only saw two of the nominated movies. Do you watch the Emmys? No, I don't. So it's really I don't, it's not let me be it's I not don't care you, about awards. That's I, yeah. I think celebrities are all garbage, but anyway, <laughs> I think um, celebrities are celebrities. We do yeah. it to ourselves. Um The only movies I saw was Top Gun and um I don't know, there was some other one that I saw that was nominated. Um but uh everywhere in my butt all at once or what, what was <laughs> what's it called? Everywhere everything all at once. I think it's swapped. All at once, everything, all everywhere? All once at, everything, everywhere of. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think everything that's right. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, there's right. Everything, everywhere, right. all at once. Okay, anyway, that one best picture. And Ki Hoi Kwan won a, uh, I think, best supporting actor. Yes. Um, and I just think... That was interesting because this guy hasn't acted since the 80s or early 90s. The 90s. In Goonies. At least in anything major. No, nothing. Like, if you look at his IMBD, there's... Well, he was in... uh, There's uh, Encino Man, I think. (laughs) Right, Encino Man, that's what I was going to say, the 90s. And then Everything Everywhere All at Once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's that's pretty crazy, I think. He was in uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, 1984. Right. Yeah, there was. It was. I think I was thinking Encino Man that got him. That had me thinking 90s. Him and Brendan Fraser. Yeah. One. That's the weirdest part that they like both these guys. You know. But. Oh, he was in X Men as a stunt. Oh, there you go. Stuntman. Um, what what this did get me thinking about is how little I care about awards, and, and my profession, and is there anything. In your profession, that you you would want an award for that because these people like work hard for these awards. Well, and there's nothing I don't care. I zero f's given on awards. These are people. I will say this: most actors, uh-huh. uh huh, they're passionate about acting. So it's the same as the weatherman we just watched. Sure, right? But it's but, one of the, it's one of the reasons we look up to them because they're I, like, oh my god, I gosh, like my job. I was passionate about it. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, I if is there, there anything that you would want an award for? If I knew that it would secure my well-being forever? I, I guess. But it's, I mean, it doesn't. There's still actors who win awards and fade away. Well, but not that award. You know what I mean? They, they still have, they have money. What about... They have, uh, they have that on their, to their credit now. I can't think of you know anything. what I mean? Um... But, but, I mean, what, what, but if, what if we were nominated for a music award? That'd would be awesome. You, would you care? Yeah. Would you really like... Let me ask you this. Let me just reverse this on you. Why don't you like winning awards? I, who it's do, not who that does, I don't who doesn't like. like. If someone gave me an award, award, I guess that'd be cool, <laughs> but there's there's no motivation in me for anything to win an award. Like, I don't... Well, I think it's... If someone was like, hey, if you do a good job at this, you'll win an award, I'd be like, can you just... Well, like not give me the award and give me like extra money or something. That's there. Like, there. That's what it is. That's what it is. I don't know. There. There is money. There's contracts involved, right? If you win an award, you're you're kind of uh, you're gonna be the you're the next hot thing. Do you know how many? Do you know how many fucking scripts are probably being sent to Brendan Fraser's agent right now? Two, three. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's getting loaded, man. He's getting loaded. 
They're dropping them off. We want that guy so that in the theater, in the preview, in the trailer, we can say Oscar winner. Academy Award winner. Yes. Brendan Fraser. 100%. Also, he was in The Mummy, so don't forget about that. And he was also George of the Jungle. So don't, like, (laughs) remember, he just happened to do a movie about a fat guy once and was okay. I haven't seen The Whale. I want to. Yeah, I haven't. He's a good actor. I mean, that's the thing, though, is that, that Hollywood is really good at building themselves up. I'll say. It's all, it's all built in, right? And, and every industry does it. There's awards for the coolest new electronic. Is there awards for the coolest salesman on the block? There's all sorts of... All LinkedIn is is salespeople. I've won an award before. Yeah. I have. I won an award at SkyWest. But I don't tell anyone because I don't care. <laughs> That's the question. I think you've got a little bit more of a thing there. Mm. Is why do you have such a problem with winning awards? I don't, but I tell no, I, you do. I won one. You and clearly I just don't do. Care. You clearly do. Yeah. Otherwise, you would tell someone like your mom or your dad, "Hey, I, I won an know. award at work today. Yeah. It was pretty badass." You know, it wasn't, unless it, it was wasn't, like it, Spencer it, took the least amount of bathroom it some, breaks. It was some marketing award from. It wasn't from Sky West. It was from a big independent company. I think that, I don't even remember the name of the company. I don't care. I think that most people enjoy winning awards. I think you're the. I think you're in I'm the, the. You're in the minority. I mean, you're I'm, you're I'm, an Eagle Scout, Spencer. Didn't you like winning that's that what, award? That's what ruined it for me. <laughs> that's what ruined it for me. You didn't like winning all those awards. No. <laughs> Your arrow of light. Ugh. It was a boy or Cub Scout, right? No. Wait. Yeah, arrow. No, I don't remember. Arrow of light is the is the top of Cub Scouts, I believe. Is it? Yeah, because then Eagle's the top for I don't know. Man. I don't know. Maybe it's speaking a of thing. good actors, the guy who plays Jack in the Box, <laughs> great actor. He deserves an award. And did you know? Have you been made aware that we are being blessed with several Jack in the Box restaurants? I didn't know, but I would have guessed because the past couple times I've Googled food near me, the first sponsored ad is a Jack in the Box. Jack me off in the box. All I can remember about Jack in the Box is that food poisoning incident that happened in the early 90s. <laughs> it was on, like, Dateline in 60 uh, Minutes. They killed, like, 10 people. What? <laughs> Don't you remember uh-uh. this? Yeah. I, no, I ate Jack in the Box all the time in Texas. They had these. <laughs> Your face, you're so scared. What? <laughs> uh, they had these tacos. I don't know if they still do, but they're, like, the epitome of an American taco. Like, there's no Mexican left in these tacos. <laughs> Oh, look, the first, the, I just Googled Jack in the Box food poisoning, and the first article is from foodsafetynews.com. Jack in the Box E. coli outbreak, 25th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> from tw- It was in 2017. Well, there you go. 1992, 1993, uh, Washington State Department of Health launched investigation into the incident of hemolytic uremic syndrome in Seattle area children. Trace the source of their illness back to E. coli, that had contaminated burger patties sold at area jack-in-the-box restaurants. In the following weeks, Idaho, California, and Nevada reported numerous cases of E. coli at jack-in-the-box. This is How do these guys stay in business? Because they don't make it till you order it. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately 73 different jack-in-the-box locations were linked to the E. coli outbreak. It sickened over 700 people uh, and led to 171 hospitalizations and four deaths. They had to rebrand after, obviously. <laughs> but they're still jack-in-the-box. They didn't change their name to Burger King. Like, <laughs> maybe they did, and the Jack in the Box came back. Yeah. Um, oh, anyway, I people, had people I, got money, man. And these tacos that they had were like 
three for a dollar or something, and one day I got like fifteen of them, and I got I did not it didn't end well, and I uh, I've never been like a super fan of Jack in the Box. I mean, I'm I'm scared, and this was in 1993. You were an an infant. You were I was nine nine years old, which is the same age of a girl who died. (gasps) It's a good thing they weren't here, or else you'd be dead. Brianne Kiner. Oh wait, Uh, did she die? She slipped into a coma. Larger Man, she, yes. No, she didn't die. So we are getting one in the she, area, though. She got $15 million. The Ogden Clear. Wow. I would get E. coli for that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's no, this is ugly, man. Hang on. Let me just stay on Brianne Kiner here for a second. Uh, she suffered one of the worst illnesses resulting from a culinary choice. Is the words they use here. Um she developed HUS, that whatever that thing is I just talked about, caused her to become puffy and jaundiced. She began to bleed from every orifice in her body, just like Jesus, and required months that? of dialysis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah, no. How, how sick would you be willing to get for $15 million? <laughs> You're right. You're right. I mean, that, that would suck. That would be awful. That would be a terrible, life-altering experience. But also $15 million Dude, would also be an life-altering experience. we got to read about This guy needs to have a, a documentary. This guy that represented her, um, William Marler, mm. over the last 20 years has represented victims of nearly every large foodborne illness outbreak. Uh, Cargill, Chili's, Chi-Chi's, Chipotle, Conagra, Dole, Excel, Golden Crow, KFC, McDonald's, Odwalla, Peanut Corporation of America, Sheets, Sizzler, Super Value, Taco Bell, and Wendy's. He's secured over $600 million for victims of E. coli, Salmonella, and Listeria. I need to call him about the chicken I made the other night. Can you sue yourself for... (laughs) He he just, like, sends a letter these days. And they're like, all right, here's $20 million. Here's $20 million. It's fine. We are getting one, though, in Ogden. That's fantastic. I don't... It'll take a lot for me to go there. It's just a burger place. It's it's the there same. Are, there are lots of burger places. Yeah, but it's just as it's it's fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> don't. Oh don't, man. Don't we'll be, report back. Don't be a bitch. I'll st- I'll start with a small <laughs> order of fries. I'm sure it's delicious. Their fries are good. I mean, we could have always gone in St. George, but there's been one there forever. Um. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so last time we talked about my niece, says. Mices. Oh yeah. How is that going? Um that sounded so rehearsed and it's not. No. How is that going? <laughs> uh so last time we talked about Jerry or Tom, whichever one the mouse is, it's Jerry. Yeah, because Tom is a cat. Tom right, cat. Tom yeah. cat. And how this so I I kept trying I all these elaborate ways to catch him and I had done that up until that episode. I hadn't caught him yet. He had right. been halfway in a trap and got out. And after we had our episode, I I got frustrated and I kicked all my traps just to this one area. Most of them snapped shut. And then later that night, I hear the click of a of a, a trap shutting. And you heard a... And freaking... Did you hear a... Oh, fuck! Yeah! <laughs> freaking Jerry's in there. And I'm like, you idiot. I said, you just walked... <laughs> it wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't in one of... It was just there. It like, just... Like, he just... It wasn't baited. He just walked in. It goes to show you overthink it. What you an know? idiot. Yeah. I'm, I'm still convinced that it's all the same uh, mouse. I took him pretty far. Have you had any other mice incidents? Um, I, I caught a few more. I so the same one another four times? I have not seen any in 
three-ish weeks. However, I still suspect there may be one afoot. <laughs> Under, um, underfoot. But I think I'm winning this war pretty pretty well. One battle My, at a time. So <clears throat> if you look at, uh, at ways to stop mice online, um, people will say, well, just grab some peppermint oil and put it around. Uh, or or some uh, and that they just don't wa- they won't cross it. Yeah, they say they don't like the smell of peppermint mm. um, and sage. You're like you can plant sage around your house and they won't come. But then if you dig a little deeper, um, the the web, real websites will be like, no, that's all stupid. They're <laughs> it worked for one guy. Yeah, had like one mouse. Like if they find a warm place with food, they're coming. And my dad the other day was like, hey. You should plant sage around your house. And I, I was like, Dad, if you were in Salt Lake and you were cold and on the street, but you knew if you drove to Ogden, <laughs> there would be food and a place to sleep. Like all, all the food you wanted, you know. But all you had to do was was drive past the the sulfur, you know, poopy water at the point of the mountain. <laughs> would you do it? Or would you be like, you know, I, mean, I, I don't like the smell. I I'm going to stay here and starve in Salt Lake and I see your, I worry see about your, the Tyrannosaurus outside. I see your point. However, you're, you're, I don't know if that analogy is sound. You're, I you're giving, like it is. You're giving mice human intellect. That I, <laughs> I, they're smart. I, they're, I think they're smart enough to go, if I stay out here, there's cats, and I'm going to get eaten. If I cross the sage and peppermint, there's going to be an abundance of food and warmth. Yeah. No, I agree with I you. I feel like that's I, I a don't decision know if a really, mouse could make. I don't know if they're thinking about it, though. I think they're just like, sure, whatever. Sure. <laughs> Listen, they're not, you know, building tools. You know, they're not constructing a gallows know, for man. you because One you killed so many me. of their One friends. One came after me with a mallet once. <laughs> <laughs> scary shit, man. Speaking of scary shit... Yeah. Last night. Wow, I heard about this. I spent uh, from, I think, seven or six or seven last night till midnight uh, watching live broadcasts from meteorologists and, um, and storm chasers uh, as a series of huge tornadoes came and obliterated Mississippi. Um, the damage in the first town it hit, Rolling Fork, is catastrophic like it's gone the town is flattened there's there's yeah we were driving and ashley read me an article about it but she couldn't find uh, how big well it was you don't you don't know that till after the national weather service has done their survey it'll be ef3 or ef4 possibly higher it was did it just go right through a neighborhood it went through the town it's a mile wide tornado oh it was a big one okay It, it was uh it was huge um and then it hit another town. So it was long track. So it was on the ground for 50 or 60 miles. Jeez, that's a long uh, time. So it took out two towns pretty directly, and then it lifted for a little bit, and then it uh, it came uh, a, new, a new storm formed. And so I was watching about three or four different uh, feeds, and multiple storm chasers and a t- tv meteorologist said this is the craziest ra- i've never seen a radar signature this powerful before huh. 
And then I was watching, um, this has actually made its way around all of social media today, but I was watching this guy live because I like this guy. And uh, I've never I've never heard this happen before. Okay. Oh, shit. On so the air Amory, before. We need to be in our tornado safe place. We got a new scan coming in here as we speak. Oh, man. Like north side of Amory, this is coming in. Oh, man. Dear Jesus, please help them. Oh, he's scared. Amen. Okay. He's, so, he's, he's terrified. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's uh, scary, man. So it's this monster tornado. It didn't, it, it hit the town pretty, pretty direct, well, not directly, but on the, the north side. And it just so happens that I have, also have, you know, the scanner app where you can listen to, and that particular city's fire department was available. And I was listening to them, and they're on there. First of all, People in Mississippi's rural Mississippi's accents. Wrong vice bring me. And I'm not even freaking exaggerating, man. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> you couldn't understand. It was like it was like oh. when you hear, you know, like the Irish people that sounds it, like like Boomhauer. It was bad. <laughs> but I was able to make out the entire north side of Emory's gone. It's gone. Oh. It was um it was pretty crazy. You need a translator. Dude, it was bad <laughs> that's crazy man um, jesus did not help well, it moved it a little bit north so it didn't hit the city <laughs> direct on i want to see it, i've i want to see a, tr- a before trajectory and an after a post prayer trajectory just boop yeah <laughs> well that's the kind of proof that, i need the northern part of that uh the northern part of that small rural mississippi town was especially liberal <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, At man. least in terms of Mississippi. That's all I'm asking for is that kind of proof on a number of cases where I can demonstrably see the effects there was, of the prayer. There was there was so many. So I was on Twitter looking at, because Twitter is like the fastest way to get pictures and stuff. And yep. of course, there's people that post things that are just like blaming Joe Biden. Torn hub. For the tornado. <laughs> Tornhub.com. I'm sure tornado it pictures exists. Oh man! Sorry, uh, I thought of that while I was drinking. One of them was like, "How <laughs> dare Joe Biden sanction this line that causes this climate change?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, "On Twitter?" Yeah. Oh. I'm like, what? what? Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> the Mississippi people have taken quite the, quite the, <laughs> the turn there. From oh, there man. is no climate change. If Joe Biden hadn't installed all those fans <laughs> just north of us. In the liberal states. Oh, man. Oh. It was weird. That's what they think windmills are. Just Probably. giant fans that are creating weather patterns. Um. Oh, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that in a month, I'm going tornado chasing? I remember you telling me. Yeah. April 24th. I, personally, I don't really like it when you're gone tornado chasing. <laughs> uh, I get a little concerned. It did. The storm hit a chaser last night. That's not. That doesn't help me feel better. <laughs> but he was fine. But mm. it did hit uh, a chaser. You, um, you have a few favorite bands that you followed their discography for a while now. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I'm going to be like 100 <laughs> percent honest and say that you, that now that I've spent time with Ethan and Randy, 
I don't listen to that much music. No, they and I they have, don't have favorite bands. They yeah. just listen to everything. And I I seemed when I hit thirty, something happened to me, and I started listening to a lot of talk radio or, oh, for or sure. whatever. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm the same. I don't listen to that much. I tell you what, it happened. It happened for me delivering pizzas. I was like, I'm sick of I'm no, sick of listening to music. I threw on NPR. I remember when Ethan was delivering pies, he he turned on uh, books. Okay. He'd go rent like books on I, CD. I actually listened to a ton of music when I delivered pizza. I did, but then I got maybe sick that's of it. why I stopped listening. Probably you get jaded. I there was a time when I was so jaded with music, I was only listening to '80s, interesting, like '80s pop. But, but so like some of my favorite bands, I don't even know their new stuff because I just okay. So here I. AFI, yeah, my favorite band of all time. Uh huh. Okay, and they had an album, "Sing the Sorrow," that's twenty years old now. Right. And um, the album after that, "December Underground," one of my favorite albums of all time of mm-hmm. any anything. Mm-hmm. Right. But "Sing the Sorrow," they were just having a twentieth anniversary uh, show right, in right. L.A. and or in the Bay. I can't remember. So I wanted to go, but it was super expensive. Danny and I talked about it, and I was like, "No, nah, sorry, guys." Mm-hmm. You know. But somebody, a bunch of people recorded the whole show. Of course. So I was watching it on YouTube, which then fed my feed with all AFI shows, which is fine by me, mm-hmm. right? Then I'm watching a show from like, I don't know, 2012 or something, 2017. I don't know. And the song starts. I'm like, the fuck is this? Uh. And it was a song I had never heard before that was a B-side like special vinyl release to December Underground. This is before vinyl was even like coming back. <laughs> right. Right. And so I Google it. I'm like, what the fuck? I think I even typed in like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I found another song. They released two secret tracks, like Walmart special and special disc. Like this, we're talking that these are on eBay now for like eight hundred dollars. These these discs that have these singles on them. And I, I just wanted to know if that had ever happened to you. Because I had another experience. You know the band Saves the Day? Uh-huh. I like Saves the Day. They're a good band. One time I was with my friend Kurt and going through his CDs. This is pre-MP3 uh, players. Right. Going through the CDs in his car. And I happened upon a CD. I'm like, what is this? And it was Saves the Day, They're an album called Sound the Alarm. I'm like, what? What is this, man? He's like, you never listened to I, It was a whole album I had never heard of. Uh, I guess, yeah, that's probably... There's like a... Like a three or four Fallout Boy albums that I was like, oh. <laughs> so the AFI one was particularly bad because that's arguably my fav- one of my favorite albums. Right. And there were songs I had not heard from it. I was like, you guys got to stop. You got to stop. You got to stop with the Target. You know, if you buy it at Target, yeah, you get this song. They don't do that anymore, though, because everything has to be streaming. Yeah. Or, you know, we'll release this. A hundred copies of this on our website, but won't tell anybody about. It. Just mm, that's everybody wants to hear your music. Yeah, that is. So you can't. F- by the way, you can't dumb. find these songs. That's dumb. They're not on iTunes. Not on Spotify. Why would they do that? I don't know. That's a really dumb thing to do. So I pirated them. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I'm like these. I'm gonna listen to them. I got. I, like, what am I gonna do? Right. So. That's dumb. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, yeah, that was uh, my new music complaint. I don't know. I don't even know that I have. A favorite band anymore? I, I, th- I, Three Doors Down was a big one for me, but politically they've kind of <laughs> <laughs> they've moved away. What it, I just, might, the I band go, that you I go might to go see them? They're having a, a twenty or thirty year anniversary for Away from the Sun, and I might go see them. Like the band that you go to when you're 
either super jaded with music and you're like, oh, I can always listen to these guys, or when you're like just emotionally in a bad place and you're like, this is who I'm going to listen to. I listened to Rely and K the other day when that happened, which was kind of weird. I hadn't listened to them in years. That was but fun. I, no, I got super – I still do from time to time. I mean, there was a phase where all I was listening to was like James Brown. <laughs> you know, every night when I was cleaning dominoes, right. I'd put on James Brown because there's nothing better to mop to. Then I mean, I, arguably, I guess I'll have to try yeah. that. <laughs> I, I hadn't. Uh, I hadn't James about Brown, that. like, uh, um, the Doors. You know, old, older classic. Over the last year or so, when I do listen to music, it's our music, and I'm like, oh wow, I can't believe we wrote that. No, our music is really, <laughs> our music is fucking good. By the way, we have a new song that'll probably drop hopefully by the time this episode comes out. Hopefully, I don't know what's taking so freaking long. Called New Catalyst. Yeah, It'll be on Spotify on iTunes. Our band is called Rejected Takeoff. By the I way. think it's gonna be our best song. It's definitely our best. It's gonna skyrocket song. this podcast <laughs> to unheard of levels. I hope so. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to get it out there people listen to it well so then we can get some shows next show the next podcast we record mm-hmm. i guess we could do it on this one too i thought about it but i want them to hear the full quality of it and it will be degraded if All you right. listen to it on the podcast that's fine so yeah it's called new catalyst find it on Sp- well you find it anywhere but you know spotify and, and apple music of course those so, are the main yeah. but it is everywhere there's like a whole there's a bunch of like foreign ones that it uploads to that i don't yeah. even <laughs> we should even make we of. should make a a a lyric video we could put the whole thing on tiktok i should i should do that because you can upload like unlimited can you? like 10 minutes now on tiktok oh, that's yeah. dumb <laughs> yeah um speaking of new music mm-hmm. you had some you were going to either share or tell me about yes uh well we'll play this band that go- sounded and- that sounded rehearsed <laughs> and to be fair we don't kind of what i mean kind of <laughs> Not rehearsed. i mentioned to spencer before we started recording hey i want to plug this band Blah, blah, blah. And I said, let's not talk about it. But hey, Brian, <laughs> do you have a hard time dieting? <laughs> Try Blue Apron. <laughs> no, before we go hey, into. Hey, Brian, we'll play do you have them. a hard time hiring? <laughs> Try Zip Recruiter. <laughs> we'll, I'll talk about it before we go on the break. Okay. Because we'll, we'll play the song from them. They're called If and When. They're a, a band from Ogden. Um, and they're, they're cool. So we'll play them in the break, though. But uh, before that, do you have the swine news sound? <laughs> you gotta warn me, man. Well, what? I just did. Uh, uh, because of course it's right here. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> the Guardian released an article recently titled Incredibly Intelligent, Highly Elusive. Oh, we've talked about this pig before. U.S. faces this new threat. We broke it first. Yes. From Canadian Super Pig. For decades, wild pig have been antagonizing flora and fauna in the U.S., gobbling up crops, spreading disease, and even killing deer and elk. And people. Now, as fears over the potential of the pig impact in the U.S. grow, North America is also facing a new swine-related threat, a Canadian Super Pig, a giant, incredibly intelligent, highly elusive beast capable of surviving cold climates by tunneling under snow, is poised These pigs to infiltrate are so the North smart, They're basically driving cars. Right. In the snow. In the snow. Right. Like, you you look over and you're like, is that a guy? And you're like, whoa, that's right. an ugly guy. No, that's a pig. The, the story a continues. Boar, the, emergence, combo. the emergence of the so-called super pig is a result of crossbreeding domestic pigs with wild mountain men of Canada. Wait, wait. 
<laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to get it in there really smooth. <laughs> Crossbreeding domestic pigs with wild boars. <laughs> oh, there are six. <laughs> there are six million wild or feral pigs, causing 1.5 billion dollars in damage each year. <laughs> Come here, you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking de- deliverance, man. It's deliverance. You've got a pretty face, pig. Yeah. There's a whole hog hunting industry where people pay thousands of dollars to mow down boar and sow with machine guns. Oh, jeez. Machine guns? That's terrible. I mean, I know that we got to take them out, but... We don't. You gotta, Just let them go, man. They're $1.5 billion? You gotta, where do you draw the line? They're causing $1.5 billion in damage. What? Make them pay for it. <laughs> By selling the meat. Oh, okay. After it's riddled with 223. Anyway, that was my swine news. There's crazy. So don't let your pigs, don't let your pigs do it with other pigs. Chimera pigs out there. Yeah. Uh, Did you know that pigs aren't native to the United States? Lots of things aren't native. Most horses. White people. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. <laughs> it's true. You're right. It's true. Horses and white people are both invasive species. <laughs> invasive species <laughs> known to kill Europeans. and commit genocide. Spaniards. Horses killed the native donkeys. In fact, yeah, Spanish people, uh, Mexicans, they're also not native to sort of, sort of. To the country. There are some. The combos. There are some native combos. Native American. <laughs> All right, new story. This is fascinating. Don't click on the link. I want you to guess. Okay. Unless you already did. I haven't. Scientists discover a lithium replacement that may revolutionize EV batteries. 99.7% efficient over 400 hours of use, okay? Uh Uh-huh. Which is good because lithium is from... Uh, what did Trump call them? Whole country? <laughs> yes. Well, they, I mean, it has to be mined. It's terrible for the environment. Right. Terrible it's not for, great. for people because we don't r- regulate any. We don't even sanction. We find out they're using slaves to dig this shit. We're right. like, well, fuck my iPhone. Like, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it's it true. It's bad. Um. So these guys, they found that these batteries made with this new material. We're 99.7% efficient, over 400 hours, uh, and they could likely be produced at cheaply at scale as the world transitions away from dirty energy sources. So I would just like you to take a couple guesses where you think this new material for batteries comes from that could replace lithium. Now, I have, I saw this story, but I do not remember. Okay. <laughs> is, it a, is it an animal? Is it an insect? It is an animal. It's not an insect. Which, I mean, that's, that alone is like, wow, really? So we can raise these things to right. make batteries? Like, right, yeah, right, right. They literally shit batteries fully oh, formed. I'm just kidding. No, is it, uh, it's poop. Is it poop? A team of scientists found that crustaceans, like crabs and lobster, contain um, a chemical in their shells called, I don't know if this is right, but chitin, C-H-I-T-I-N. Oh, it is poop. <laughs> which can, which being used to power batteries. Crustacean shells packed with this chemical are typically thrown out en masse by restaurants that have no other use for them. But research right. believe this waste could serve as a powerful resource for batteries. 
This reminds me. How stupid are we that we're like, we have this power source we've been throwing it away for years? So it reminded me of a story my dad told me. Uh-huh. He worked for Chuckarama, right. a buffet in Utah. Which terrible name, by the way. It Always is. have thought so. It is. He worked there as a kid. Uh-huh. And uh, they go through unbelievable amounts of chicken. Yeah. This was pre, at least in Utah, pre-chicken wing era. Mm-hmm. And they literally would slice the chicken up, cut the wings off, and throw them in a bag, and would throw them away. Jeez. Until a guy in Utah started a restaurant and found out that Chuck around was throwing away like 10,000 wings. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, it's not, they must have had wings back in Buffalo already. I, who knows? Back in Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> but this, is, uh, this, is, this reminded me of that. Like, so all of these shells... That we're we're eating the meat from these crustaceans. We're just tossing the shell. Right, 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 right. Can this is amazing? How soon can we implement this? Um, sustainable battery. Cautiously optimistic. When you develop new materials for battery technology, there tends to be a significant gap between promising lab results and a demonstrable and scalable technology. Are we at risk of creating radioactive <laughs> crab? Yes, that's their number one. Oh, it's already happened. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't really say... <laughs> oh, crab-bear hybrid. Yeah, it doesn't really say, but it just talked about... Oh, also, be, uh, because the batteries are made from crab shells, they're biodegradable and can decompose in soil after just five months, leaving behind zinc, which can be recycled. So... Which we... Our landfills are full of batteries now that'll never deteriorate. No, I know, I know. Um... Huh, that's interesting. Your car well, is going to run on crab why, shells. This is why when people... I read a huge article the other day about how stupid it was to hate on electric vehicles. But when people hate on electric vehicles, they're not seeing the broader, the longer, the long, the technology. We're not still driving around Ford Model T's. No, they're the same people who don't see the progress in anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably when the when 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 the cars came out, they were like horse and buggy. Yeah, what are we gonna do with what all these horses and buggies? We gotta have the horse. Uh, I can't drive. Where you? I saw a politician. Oh man, I can't remember who it was. Now, it was something about if automated trucks become available, uh-huh. that they would pass a law. I gotta find it now. But they would pass a law that would basically outlaw them so that truck drivers wouldn't lose their jobs. I'm like, that. that's not capitalist. That's not progressive. That's just weird. I we have a mean. new, better, <laughs> a better thing. It's like the coal miners again. I know. You it's, know? <laughs> well, look, we're all, we're all losing our jobs. AI is probably going to take my job at some point. But I don't, we're just going to have to figure it out, man. We're going to have to figure it out. Like I, things happen. The, this this has happened through all of human history. It's going to continue to happen. Yeah, and I, I mean, understand. In the year four thousand, we're not going to need spaceship engineers anymore. I understand. There's a lot of truck drivers, but that's not. Listen, okay, maybe this is the one ounce of capitalism that I still have in my body. Mm-hmm. That's not capitalist to say like we have a better solution, but it's going to put a lot of people out of out no, of job. It's not. It's like it's the opposite. It's it's, it's communist. <laughs> it's these Republicans are so weird, man. It's so weird. Well, the, the things they pick and choose. I'm going to admit that I think that this person. Oh my gosh, man, it's going to bug me. 
I'll try and look for it during the break too. Uh, I think it was a progressive who was saying like oh, no. I wouldn't I wouldn't do this, and of course conservatives are agreeing like well we can't do yeah, that. Yeah. Now obviously you, there's like nine there's like a million truck drivers. It's a lot. Well, there's also a truck driver shortage as there's shortages <laughs> with right. everything else. Yeah, I just like it. To me, it's the same as like if we had trucks before trains, we would have been like, no, we can't have fucking trains. Right. What are we gonna do with all the all the truck drivers? You're right. gonna have one one guy driving a train for like 300 trucks? Can't do that. It's the same thing. There'll be other jobs. It'll will progress. Right. We just someone I has to know. change the tires on all the trucks. Okay, until we get a new kind of tire. I, I look. F- I think that eventually our society could turn into one where our job is to be creative. Like all of us are just to to engineer things or to to create things instead of doing mindless work for you know. But obviously oh. that's way far away away. But okay, I don't know. I think I remembered who it was, and it's not a progressive. His face just popped in my head. It's Tucker Carlson. Oh, okay. Well, which makes it better. I, maybe he was talking to Bernie or something, and that's why I got confused. But anyway, and the best part was during while he's going off on this, he's like, you know, and I wouldn't tell people that's why I was doing. I would create some side argument about how they're not safe. It's like, dude, you're just fucking. You're admitting what you hate. That doesn't matter with Tucker Carlson. He's, I know he's a proven liar, and and but he's the one who he's one who constantly complains about. How they aren't telling the truth, but and he's like, he never so he never would. Truth. Oh man, I know, I know. It's stupid to complain about him. There's, anyway, <laughs> I I find myself lately getting frustrated with people, and I've got to figure out how not to because I'm never going to change their minds. No, they're always gonna, it's and it's just like, yeah, they're always going to believe what Tucker Carlson says, despite well, they're gonna, they're gonna all believe, the evidence. Right, they're going to believe what they want to believe. Right, right, like for example. Mm-hmm. Read an article the other day on KSL local news um, that was um, the the church the church the Mormon church released their not their finances no. <laughs> they would never do that but they released like a pamphlet that talked about their charitable expenses for the year uh-huh. and the headline was and the church's headline was that they they donated a billion dollars and you read it and they didn't mm-hmm. now they have a hundred billion dollars just in this one account right. Now tithing would be ten billion, right? Okay? Just for the record, that'd be ten billion. They said they donated a, a one billion. Mm-hmm. You read the article, and they're including like volunteer hours. So like every church calling, or if you go and clean the church, they're they're including the your cost, uh, how much you would normally cost to clean the church. Wow. Right? They're including all that shit. There are some worthy causes. But then you start reading, and it says, like, the church's biggest donation of the year, biggest, mm-hmm. was $56 million to, it was like a world hunger program. Mm. Their, their biggest donation was $56 million, but the total was a billion? Do you know what the difference is between $56 million and a billion? Uh, it's, it's a billion. It's a lot. It's a billion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a billion, people. And so that, my point is, I go to the comments because I can't help it. I, I, people live in this state. I want to see what people say in my state, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, this is amazing. Look how much they gave away. There was a couple people in there who were like, how did they get to a billion when the biggest was the same question I asked, right? right. 
But well, it's like you can't change what people believe. If they like, want to think they're doing good, then they're going to think that. It's like when every year Utah gets named the most charitable state. Yeah. In the U.S., oh. but that includes all tithing. So I, I tithing think, is a and charitable donation. Yeah. And it's not. So that was another <laughs> thing they included in there uh-huh. was fast offering donations. And I'm like, well, that's a misleading headline. Mm-hmm. You can't say the church donated a billion, if you, especially if you're including fast offerings, which is probably only makes up like a million dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's like, that's the church members right. donated that money. The church right. didn't do that. They may have administrated it on a local scale. You know what I mean? But that was, that was Joe and Sheila who donated their money. Right. The church has a hundred billion that they won't. The only thing that's ever come out of that account ever was City Creek. Right. The only time they pulled money out was to pay for City Creek. And, and that's that, on the record. That's and that like huge plot of land they outbid Bill Gates for in Florida. <laughs> that wasn't even from that account. Oh, okay. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anyways, we were talking about uh, can't change people's minds, which brings me to another question mm. I have for you. Okay. This was a show of hands poll Ooh. on that app I use, right? If you don't use show of hands, you totally should. It's fun. Right. Um, would you, if it was a legitimate, worthy cause, mm-hmm. die for your country? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, right? Well, here's the thing. When I... When I've renounced my citizenship. No, no. <laughs> no, I When I, uh, back, you know, I watch the movie Band of Brothers every every sure. so often. And by the end of the ten episodes, I'm always kind of like, man, I wish I could have helped. I wish I could have done something to, to help. I feel like, for the most part, World War II was a worthy cause. Oh, totally. Um, there was a tyrant, a legitimate tyrant, who was brutalizing and killing millions of people and invading other countries. And, and threatening ours. And threatening ours. And Japan also bombed us. Um, even though the war never took place here, for the most part, there was a few spottings up in Alaska and whatnot aside from yeah pearl harbor uh and hawaii of course but uh i i i mean it's always hard to say i would die but i would have you'd i would have you'd fight put myself in a situation to die right so i answered yes because i thought like you i was Uh like well whoever wrote this question by putting legitimate worthy cause leaves it in my hands right you know like i wouldn't die for like a vietnam i wouldn't you know, I, I would. I would have burned. A weird question because I would have enlisted in the military. I wish that I would have enlisted when I was eighteen for the financial benefits. And since we went to Iraq and Afghanistan, I would have been putting myself in a That's situation. True. That's true. To and die for my country. I think the the large assumption that you know we should have Kurt on the and show. And a lot of people did enlist right after nine eleven. Absolutely. To die for their country. I think the difference. Well, not the difference. I think that people who enlist, and you tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. people who enlist or sign up, um, the giant assumption they make, I'm not saying it's bad to make this assumption, but the giant assumption they make is wherever our government sends us to fight is 
a legitimate, worthy cause. And I think a lot of soldiers come home having massive problems with that because they realize that maybe it wasn't. No, that happens a lot. And I, I, I saw, all you got to do is watch the movie Black Hawk Down, and right. that's that's half the story. Is right. like, why are we here? I got hurt. I watched my friend die. Right. I killed people, and this for. As, I mean, I mean, it's gotta it's gotta hurt to. I f- I feel really bad for for soldiers who fought like in Iraq and Vietnam too. Vietnam well, Vietnam, is... Korea, although yeah, but like more contemporary. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, people our age. Right, right, right. Who fought in Iraq. Um, fuck, man, Kurt. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's... I hope I'm not offending anybody or him, but I, I just wonder, Is do you come you do know, you come back thinking, man, what, what was that? What you do hear a lot of from these soldiers that go out is a lot of them do realize that. and But when you get out there, you stop fighting for your country and you start fighting for... For your brother everyone that's yeah. next to you that's true uh and you'll hear that from lots of people that say i you know i i was fighting for my unit because right. we were getting it done i mean that's true i mean someone's shooting at us doesn't matter who's right or wrong in this situation now right, right. that guy's shooting at us we're gonna shoot back i just can't help but think for me anyway i if i were to i didn't do it i couldn't do it but if i um if i were to i can't imagine i think i would come home and over the over the years be like what a dumb what a dumb fucking I cause think, i think you'd probably get a fair amount of people that would agree with you yeah um i'm sure that it doesn't help them when the the media comes down it's true basically like this war was pointless well i mean i think and, and it depends on what you're looking at because i i think that the war in afghanistan was justified to a point uh, to a point we were there for 20 years and now look at it it's it's run by the taliban they're killing people they're, you know what I mean. It's yeah, a, it's, it's oppressive. It's not good over there. So then you're then all those soldiers, who fought in Afghanistan now are like, well, what was the point? You know. Well, well, that's the thing about war. A lot of the times, well, even in World War II, it's you're not you're not uh, you're not fighting a country. We went to war with Germany, but we were we were at war with Hitler. Right. Because I I don't think you can say that all Germans hated Americans and all Americans hated all Germans. If you were to no, be dropped into that city and get to know people, you'd be like, oh, these people are the same as us. Yeah, I mean, any more than I than I hate Iraqis or Afghani Afghani. Like it's just not right. It's not a thing. And and you end up going to war with, with tyrants. Yeah. Um, you know, even when we it is hard to draw even the line. now when if we were to go to war with Russia, it would be going to war with Putin. Right. It would be a a pissing contest between Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin. Which is which is what is that's when it becomes when it becomes difficult. Like I just watched a, a doc on the Nuremberg trials. Right. And it becomes really really hard, especially when you either capture or kill the tyrant. Well, where do we draw the line now at who's responsible? The Nuremberg trials, the first time in human history right. we've ever done anything like that, where we've said, yeah, I mean, Hitler's dead, but you guys fucked up too, you know? Well, and it's, I can't imagine being those guys deciding, like, it's, where do we stop? It's kind of, because we've talked about Hitler tons of times and how Hitler himself 
wasn't he just he inspired and allowed all these other people so even though hitler was the the catalyst all these other people are responsible too just as much because yeah. they they just like just well, like january 6th those people you know trump was just the catalyst for all those people to it's true to do that but like if we if we captured putin right now like he, there's an arrest warrant from the international criminal right. court for Putin, if we arrested him right now, would that be it for us, for the international community, or would we go get his lieutenants, people up? You know what I mean? How far down the Russian chain would we go? I don't know. I mean, and that's where it gets difficult with soldiers because they don't have a choice. It does. It does because there are there's there's Russian soldiers already that they know have oh have yeah. done really terrible things, and there's ones that have straight up just left yeah. and surrendered to Ukraine because they're like, I can't do right. this. And so, you know, do you do you punish that soldier who gave up halfway through? Maybe he committed a war crime. It's hard. And man. then it's like, oh, this is stupid. This is bullshit. I li- so, do you know Joseph Campbell, the anthropologist? He mm-hmm. was a, a cultural anthropologist, religion and stuff right, like that. Right. And I remember we've talked about him before because I've said this quote before, which is that it's wrong to hold soldiers to the same level of accountability as people not to people in peacetime. Right. You know, and I don't remember the context in which he said it. It might be important, but I do agree yeah, that soldiers often do horrible shit that you're like, ah, you know, ah, I don't know. But then you wonder, well, how far down the chain is their responsibility? Do we, do we, do we punish the private? Right. Who was just kind of mimic, not even, maybe not even following orders, but just mimicking what his other soldiers were doing. You know what I mean? So it, it does get a little hairy there, but uh, I can't even remember what we got on this for. Oh, just talk, would you die for your country? Oh, another thing is if our country happened to be invaded, if someone set off a nuke in New York City and then invaded our country, well, yeah, I would have no problem. Right. No, yeah, for sure. I would join the effort. I mean, especially I would... if it was completely... You know, un, un, uh, unprovoked. Yeah. I, mean, I, I would definitely be a pussy about it, but I would go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, like, it would be very hey, uh, hard for me. Is there some space in that back line over there? No, <laughs> it, it wouldn't even be... It wouldn't even... Like, if, if it was... It, it's more about going somewhere away from home for me. So if they right. were, like, invading Ogden, that wouldn't be hard for me to go to the... <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard for me to go to the front with a sniper rifle. Right, right, right. You know? Um, but if you're, like... Yeah, New York's getting invaded. We gotta all the way to the East Coast. We gotta huh? fly you to New York. I'm like, nah. I'll just if it comes west. Can I do something here? <laughs> that honestly, we're United States, but that seems like a New York problem. Well, what if they <laughs> invaded like Florida? Would you just be like, eh, I would let them have it. I would go there. Let, let DeSantis do that. <laughs> I would go there and help the liberals escape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of fucking. Man, they're banning books everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Did you know in Utah, Alpine School District banned 52 books? I, yeah, I think I heard that. <sighs> now, Weber, where we live, hasn't yet. And I'm going to start, I have kids in the school district. I got to start attending these meetings, I guess, because I'm going to lose my shit. But I told Ashley today, we're going to start a mini public library of all the banned books, and parents and kids can come check them out. Because I do agree that there are some inappropriate books that maybe the parents should know. The parents should give their say. 
right? Right. I had a, I had a history teacher sophomore year who uh, wanted us to write reports on books and movies. Mm-hmm. List of movies, and he's like, these ones though, it was like Full Metal Jacket, shit like that. You know, he's like, you gotta you gotta ask your parents. Why can't the fucking library work? Like, I'm pretty sure the libraries did work like that in high school. Like there was books that your the librarians like, mm, not without a you know a, par- a parental signature, right? You know. I uh, I gotta say that I'm getting really burnt out on this the school shit. DeSantis is. Did you see they're expanding the "Don't Say Gay"? Yeah, his his this this uh, war, quote unquote, war on woke. He said oh, as dude. much. He's such a fucking idiot. And when you ask them what woke is, they're like, "It's um, you know." Uh, <laughs> This it brings me full circle circle to a conversation we had one or two episodes ago about Trump versus DeSantis. Right. Now, off the cuff, I'm like fucking DeSantis. But he has done I gotta shit. I say though that right now the the things DeSantis is doing is not going to work for his favor in his favor. I, ho- I, I he's picking the wrong I, the wrong point. He it, should be going after uh financial Republican I, financial, not right. not this woke crap. I genuinely hope you're right. Like more than anything in the world, I hope you're right because DeSantis is doing things. Trump didn't do anything. Like there were well, a couple it's things because he wasn't governor. There was a couple things he did, like tariffs that were like, well, fuck, man. You know what I mean? Right. There were, he certainly did stuff, but for the most part, nothing Trump did. What Trump said was oppressive, but nothing that he actually passed. No bills that he actually passed were actually oppressive. Right. You know what I mean? I could be wrong. Feel free to correct me. But I. Who was his. Whereas. Uh, his immigrant. Uh, the ban. The, the ban, uh, which got challenged immediately. Yeah. Right. But the DeSantis is actually passing scary shit. Right. Right. And this whole don't say gay, his whole thing about this bill was like, it's just through third grade. What is your problem? And three months later, he's like, we got to expand that through 12th grade. I've just. That interview that we watched with um, John Stewart, and oh. um, John I'm, Stewart makes such an amazing point, and he just throws—I don't remember which senator it was—but he just he he put him in such a place that he couldn't recover from. Oh, if you haven't and, watched any of John's new show, and yeah, I just no one has ever died from RuPaul. No. No one has ever seen, no one's ever been shot by a transgender or trans person or, molested. or a gay person. Right. No. We grew we grew up with the same sort of stuff. And is it did you ever make you gay? Did it ever make you trans? No. And we had all those books in our libraries. And the idea that this whole we need to save our kids is such horseshit that it's like Ron, the number one cause of children deaths in your state are guns. Right. Right. What are you? You're saving the kids from from what? Right. No, it's it's so it's what are you so incredibly transparent. That's, Ron, I don't understand. That's and, what's scary. And if I was ever in a press conference, yeah, I just what are you? What are you saving them from, Ron? Yeah. What I don't understand. But that's why Ron just looking a different way from from from. From learning things, having empathy, I don't understand what you're. What are you saving him from, bud? Because yeah. there's uh, 
there was a school shooting this week in Texas, and I don't, f- I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. It keeps coming on. They're like, they caught the suspect. I'm like, I don't care. I, I can't deal with this stuff anymore. You guys need to change your freaking laws, figure it out. Oh, only one kid died? Oh, well, yeah. that's not news. Yeah. You know, it's... It's terrible. It's like, but we got to, we got to, I, I remember that that time the guy went in, broke into the school with his, his gun and started shooting RuPaul at people. Bam, 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 <laughs> right. Bam. And every person... Ah, oh, there's trans people everywhere! Every person he hit... carnage! Every person he hit was immediately trans. a transgender... Or gay. Uh, ...sex trafficker. Right. Because there's, let's remember here, there's nothing wrong with being transgender. That's the whole point. That's the the whole point is that they fundamentally believe there's something wrong with that. Now your religion might think that, but that has no place in legislation. If I see one more fucking clip of them using the Bible as justification for one of their oppressive bills, I don't know how people don't stand up and be like, "Why are you bringing the fucking Bible in here?" Even uh, someone who you're even bringing, someone who believes in it. You're bringing you're bringing a book here written by stupid people. Right. You know, Even thousands you, of years ago, who couldn't wipe? It's uh, really like, why? Why? What? And, and there's nothing in the Bible about this. Even if you believe the Bible. Even if you believe in the Bible, I think it's pretty easy to understand why legislation should not be modeled after it. I think it's pretty easy to understand that maybe some of the constituents in this area don't believe in the Bible. So it's kind of weird to use that to write laws, don't you think? Well, this was a this was. This was born a Christian nation by by an atheist, <laughs> by atheists and deists and people that weren't even really Christian except for the people in the South. And the only reason a lot of it's in there is because we needed the South. Like I saw so many clips. Not necessarily Utah's legislature pissed me off. Sure, they do every year, but I think it was mostly Oklahoma that I saw clips of of dudes reading from the Bible while they're introducing their bill or arguing their bill. I'm like, how? That's a how anything, is this a valid anything argument? Anything that starts with the Bible is a non-argument. That's what, but you, no one, you val- invalidate yeah. your argument right there. No one stood up and said anything. Even the that's it's like if you got up with a with a with Harry Potter. No, for and, real. and I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not trying. No, look, I know I, people believe whatever they want to believe. I'm not saying. Well, I don't know. The Bible's whatever it is, but I'm. I'm <laughs> Even if you I'm, believe in it, right. I'm not saying the Bible's a book of fiction, but it's the, but it's the same thing as holding up a, a copy of Harry Potter and saying it says here that Voldemort. It's the same. It's right. the same thing. Right. It should be the same thing. Right. What if I? What if someone held up a? So th- because what if I did that? What if I was a senator and I I got up and said it says here in Harry Potter book four that Dumbledore. How that's a non-argument, right? Right. Yeah, for what? sure. That's what I mean. Or, or it says here in L. Ron Hubbard's yeah. that the Thetans are going to come and, and Zool or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. And it, even if you believe in it, you should show respect for the people who don't. Right? Right. It's like passing a law that it, it's required to take the sacrament because it says so in the Bible. Like, is that the next step? Uh, I guess. You know what I mean? But... It, I don't understand because this doesn't seem to have been a problem up until now. I know, man. I, I don't get how the chair of the committee or someone in the even someone in the same party wouldn't shouldn't be like ah, 
we, we can argue the merits of your bill, but scripture has no place in this room, no place in a legislative body because lots of our people that we represent don't fucking believe it. Or they believe in a different book. They believe in L. Ron Hubbard. You know, like, like they don't believe in the New Testament. They believe in the Koran. Or the or Torah. Or they just don't care. Or they don't care. They don't, don't think, or they believe and just don't think that things should be, which is, which is probably more the case that people that do believe and, but don't think that we should be legislated by the Bible. Right. That's probably no, I, most of the case. Yeah. Well, because it doesn't take much to, it's not hard to find another scripture that is pro-slavery or pro-selling your daughter or pro-incest or pro-gang rape. It's not hard to find those scriptures to right. say, well, what about these? You're using that scripture to justify your laws against gay marriage. Does that mean that, that my daughters can gang rape their brother? You know, like that's that's in Janet. Actually, it, it was says their dad. Pornhub <laughs> chapter three, verse two. That was that was actually the story of Lot, Lot's daughters. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it, but it's all over. It's all over. So it's not it. It the whole Bible. You can't that it, like I saw. I did see people stand up and say, "Well, if you're, you're going to use that scripture, shouldn't we talk about this one over here?" Right. It never works because back to your point, you can't convince someone. No. So I think it should just be a rule. That's that's cool. Well, that's cool. You believe in the Bible. You can't use that here as justification. We need to talk about the real the real effects on people. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, I, I and anything we're saying right now shouldn't offend any Christians. It shouldn't. No, no. It's not. It's not offensive. It's just simply saying that there is and should be a separation between church and state. Period. Yeah. And if you knew anything about history, you would know that this isn't a Christian country. It wasn't. It wasn't started by Christians. Even if it was, we welcomed non-Christians. And even if it was, they set it up. The reason they left was to be free. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reason the pilgrims came was to be free from the tyrants and so they could practice whatever religion they wanted. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's man. talk about one of these crazy people for a minute. Yeah. Miss Lauren Boebert, your uh, favorite. Yeah, she's dumb. Visibly stupid. I don't know how to explain... All of the funny, ironic things that happened and what I'm about to tell you next. Okay. Other than just to tell them. Okay? Right. She's giving a speech where she just received an award. This is her acceptance speech for mm-hmm. a Mother's oh, Influence I Award. About this, yeah. Mother's Influence Award. During said speech, she talks about how she's going to defund Planned Parenthood in Colorado. She talks about how the teen pregnancy rate is the same in rural versus urban areas. However, in rural areas, the teen birth rate is higher because they are more Christian. Not, she couldn't think that maybe urban areas have access to abortion. Whatever, I digress. Mm-hmm. During this speech, where she's talking about these things and accepting a Mother's Influence Award, she announces that her 17-year-old son <laughs> got his 15-year-old girlfriend pregnant. <laughs> so you see why I couldn't explain all the things? I don't even know what to say about it other than... <laughs> oh, and then when, when he told her that and she exclaimed, he said, but didn't you make grandma grandma when you were 17? Or when you were 36? Because she's 36. Right. So she got pregnant. She's younger than us. Yeah, That's so, so she got she got pregnant when she was 
what, 19 or 17, and her mom was 36, which means her mom was, this is the cycle, this is called the cycle of poverty, people, by the way. So she was, her mom was 36 when she got pregnant at 17. Lauren dropped out of high school, didn't get her GED until like three years ago, I think. Uh, and now her son got his girlfriend pregnant when she's fifth. And I, I hope and pray to any God that this little girl gets an abortion. That was boner. That was a boner of the day this week on X96. I remember <laughs> hearing that. I would, I will, I, I will pay. I will travel to Colorado and pay for this girl's abortion. Her mom would kill her before she would literally murder her before. Well, we don't know who the girl's parents are. Oh, that's right. It's it's Lauren Boebert's would, son. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I who, who you know is just going to be like a he's a going to be a she, deadbeat. He's still in high school. Girl. Oh. Well, if she if he's anywhere as stupid as she is, visibly stupid. Oh man, mother's influence. I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I know a lot of a lot of good parents have kids who get pregnant during in their teens. That's fine. I'm not. It's just ironic. Okay, it's just ironic that you'd be accepting that award and announcing that at the same time. And yeah. I think what what's most upsetting is not being able to make that connection in your head. Yeah, like maybe, maybe this isn't the right keeping forum. it down because you know their press person or their. Oh, yeah, it's just like, what did she just say? Right. What did she just say? Was she at hey, least? Whoa. <laughs> was she at least happy about it? Because <laughs> you know that all the press people for all of these people are all pretty liberal. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, when they found job. out, they're like, "You got your fucking teenage girlfriend pregnant." Like, we, we're 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 anti-sex ed. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible for our case. Oh man. <laughs> All right, pull up uh, your Apple Music and oh. uh, search for "If and When." This is a local band from Utah. They're kind of like a a jazzy. Genre, jazzy. Yeah, uh, but they're 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 making waves in the local scene, probably because their genre and they're and they're actually pretty good. So um, during our break that we're about to take, uh, we'll play you guys an if and when song, and uh, you can find these guys on Spotify and Apple Music and such. Um, but uh, yeah, good kids, writing some nice mellow. They're gonna play a show with us. Yeah, I think we should. Their latest release is called Heist Song. Heist. But uh, so we'll take a break and uh, we'll do what when we come back, Spencer? I guess random headlines. <laughs> I haven't found any, yeah. but that's what we'll do. Sounds good. All that and more when we come back.
is the Our Take Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Hey, hey, everybody. We're back. Hope you like that song from If and When. Time for some random headlines. Did you find any? Because I have one right here. Well, I did, but what's what do you got? Pennsylvania chocolate factory explodes. Five dead, six missing. That's not random headline. <laughs> it is. It's a headline, and it's random. Sure, it it's is. It's not like rant. It's not like that's totally random, bro. That's sad. That's horrible. <laughs> sad doesn't. That's, that's more like lighter news. Random doesn't negate sad. Uh, I thought it was weird that a chocolate factory would explode. I mean, I guess there's danger in everything. I guess chocolatey, chocolatey goodness, and then it explodes. Did you see? Is it Hershey's in Pennsylvania? Uh huh. It's in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Right. That's the name yeah. of the city. I don't think this was it. Um, did you see that? Hershey did it this though. The. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did you see that picture I sent the group the other day? That I titled "Slow News Day." Yeah. And it was like a breaking news report from Fox 13 that was like, a falcon has perched on the traffic cam yeah, and isn't dude. leaving. Like, wow, guys, slow it's, news day today. I believe it was in the morning. <laughs> was it in the morning? Because it was a traffic man. Morning news has always been like that. <laughs> like, I can't imagine doing morning news. Right. The same stories from 5 a.m., 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. It's like the same 15 minutes of stories over and over, over again. Over and over again? Yeah. Um, all right. My first, my first random headline here is... Uh, from Newport, Newport News, Virginia. Uh, two inmates in a Virginia jail use primitively made tools to create a hole in the wall uh, and escape, only to be found hours later at an IHOP restaurant nearby. Yes. <laughs> Authorities discover the two men, ages 37 43, missing from their cell in the Newport jail uh, annex, News Jail Annex, sorry. Newport News jail annex. jail annex during a routine headcount Monday evening, according to the statement from the Newport News Sheriff's I want to know more about their tools. A preliminary investigation found the men exploited a weakness in the jail's construction design and used tools made from a toothbrush and a metal object <laughs> to access rebars between the walls and then use the rebar to further their escape. Wow. This is like that show... Uh Alcatraz, escaping Alcatraz. Yeah, there's a picture of the hole. It's just a perfectly sized... I guess that's the story of most escapes. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption, you know. Right. It's more, <laughs> this is more Shawshank than anything, except there's no poster. Um, Have you ever seen that movie, Alcatraz? No. With uh, Clint Eastwood? It's, it's intense, man. No. But the same thing. They dig a yeah, hole in yeah. the thing and then, yeah. I always like the documentaries about people who escape because... I like to see how far they make it. And yeah, why did these guys stop? Did they just want to get well, some IHOP? Obviously, they were really stupid. <laughs> because how did they even expect to like pay for the IHOP and not have the police well, called on them? Some 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 jails have cash, like you have cash. Not necessarily. No, you don't have cash. You have a commissary, but it's not physical money. It might be like a. I mean, prisons, jails are jails are a different beast. I guess it Jails is are their jail. own thing, and it could be like a debit card. I guess so. I don't know. Who knows, man? 
Uh, authorities had asked for the public's help to find the men. They were taken into custody at an IHOP when patrons called police. Uh, they're wearing like DOC jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever watch that show, uh, uh, The World's Toughest Presidents? 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 <laughs> world's Toughest Prisons with the, uh, cat, the president of the, pr- the prison, the president? Yeah. I've seen, I think I've seen an episode before. With Raphael Lowe. Um, he's a, he was in prison in England, wrongfully convicted for like twelve years, uh-huh. and so now he just tours around. Some of them are nuts. He was just in the Philippines, and he had screen printed T shirts for the inmates on the back that says something like "Individual with No Liberty" or something like it's a weird, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird acronym. Let me see if I can find it. Anyway, wow, yeah. So these guys were on tr- in uh, jail for credit card fraud. Forgery, grand larceny, and probation violation. What a dumb like they're not they're not going to prison for life or anything and now no. they've just added Yeah, just added ten years. Yeah. Yeah. It's really <laughs> stupid. I man. really wanted some pancakes. Now I picked this next random headline because um the headline itself is very misleading. <laughs> It's from the Associated Press, too, so do better, guys. Missing porcupine brain returns to zoo. Pinky's still missing. <laughs> Come on. I oh, I first read it. I was very confused. Is, is it supposed to be an Animaniacs pun? It is. That is Pinky and the Brain of the name of the porcupines. Uh. But when I first read it, it just says, Missing porcupine brain returns to zoo. And the only reason... That you're to know is that that's capitalized? the name is it's capitalized. <laughs> I was like, so many things went through my mind. Like, raccoons do have a pinky. It's not a raccoon. It's a porcupine. A porcupine. I don't know if porcupines Did have. someone cut the brain out? And that was my first thought. Like, oh, my gosh, this is horrific. Someone took the brain out and returned it in, like, a, a, a box, well, I, like I was, a horse head or yeah, something. Yeah, well, I was thinking, well, yeah, so many things went through my head. But then I was thinking, I don't know if, if porcupines have pinkies. I don't know. You know, raccoons uh, do. Uh, right, cuz they have Yeah. Yeah. They're they have opposable thumbs. I don't think they do. I don't think pink I don't think porcupines They just have, have like paws like a cat. Right. So, they got brain but Pinky's still on the loose. Um this is in Berlin. So, apparently Animaniacs has made its way to Berlin. I didn't I I was also trying to think of a zoo that houses porcupines. Lots of zoos that have porcupines. Huh. Pretty sure ours does. I mean, the porcupine's just on the side of the road here. That's true. <laughs> but there's, like, an African one or something there because they're, like, really big. I, I, I like porcupines. They porcupines are, cool. They're, are cool. cool. they're cool. Um, so, yeah, they're, one of them is still on the loose. So if you're in the Berlin area, Berlin, Germany, and you see a giant porcupine. Um, you see a porcupine on the Autobahn. Don't get stabbed, man. But do return it to the zoo. Just approach from the front. Firefighters in Kentucky were dispatched to help a dog stranded on a cliff ledge and ended up rescuing an emergency management official whose <laughs> own rescue attempt went awry. <laughs> oh, dude, he's, he's going to have to resign. He'll never <laughs> live it down. Hey, remember that time, Ralph, that we had to save you? <laughs> you dumb shit. W.R. Castle Fire Rescue, based in Wittenville, said in a Facebook post that its rope rescue team was assembled and dispatched to an area near U.S. 23 when Johnson County Emergency Management reported a dog stranded on a cliff. The crew arrived on the scene and ended up helping 
Paintsville firefighters rescue Lawrence County's emergency management director. <laughs> he pulled rank and didn't know what the yeah. fuck he was doing. <laughs> Which always is what happens. It's always what happens. It was always, man. Yeah. You know, I can't tell you the amount of times that my boss has oh, done yeah. something and you're like, you don't oh, know. you don't know what you're you doing. You don't know what you're that doing. recently <laughs> happened to me. I'm not going to tell you what happened. I don't want to. It happens I, weekly. Yeah. I think but, every I think it happens to everybody. But it was in a meeting and I was just in my head I'm like, "Oh. <laughs> you've no, never No, you just showed your cards. Oh no. You've no, never used no. PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was actually worse than that. <laughs> uh Save as. Yeah. What does save as mean? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, the dog did not appear to be injured and fled the scene. <laughs> they, didn't they didn't even get the dog. Get the dog. <laughs> Um, the time and resources committed to rescuing the would-be rescuer delayed help for the dog. This is why it's so important to wait on rescuers who are properly trained, sir. So he was just driving along, listening to the radio, was like, I got it. Oh, I got it. I got this. Now he's going to prosecute. Hey, guys! (laughs) (laughs) Now he's going to prosecute the people who called 911. (laughs) Yeah. And damages. I lost my job. I lost my wife. My reputation. My kids don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> my fucking wife I'm left me. I'm impotent. <laughs> my earning potential is down. You should have just let me jump off the cliff. I can't bear children. <laughs> Sterile. Oh, it's funny. Oh, man. Yeah, he's just driving along with nothing to do. Like, I'll oh, get I got it. Fuck the police. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't even look like that high of a cliff. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. He's like, I got, I got cones in my trunk. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> I've got a toe, a toe strap. Yeah, I got a toe strap and a, a winch. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh, man. What did we used to do at the end of episodes? We used to have We other had, like, things. the onion and stuff, you know? Uh, yeah. I thought about... There was a couple ideas I sent you for new. Uh, we should we should uh, new shit, but it's fine. It's fine. People like the show. Do you they know? though? We could start to review different things. You know, if you want. Um, People don't trust. Our I will opinion. tell you that. Um, have you ever? Okay, something happened to me on Thursday that's never really happened before. Um, as I've mentioned before. Maybe it was the last episode. Are you no longer a stranger in the ways of a woman? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no. Yes. Definitely still a stranger. Uh, I give myself the stranger. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Star Trek Picard. Oh, here we go. Star Trek Picard is on, and uh, yep. it was the sixth episode. And this episode shook a lot of people, man. It made a lot of... Uh, was there gay stuff? No. No. <laughs> no. Um, that tends to I, uh, be what shakes people the most I, lately. I, I've stopped taking antidepressants again just because I forgot to go see the doctor again. Spencer, listen, if you're but listening so, to the show, don't do that shit. But, it's bad for but, you. But so I'm back to crying over like. <laughs> so basically, I you cried through this whole episode. Can't quit cold turkey. And I didn't. I did. I right. I, I weaned out. And you then, weaned. All right. And uh, but anyway, so I was emotional the whole episode because yeah. There was so much nostalgia in this episode that I was shaking at the end. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> that might be another symptom. It was so... It was so... I, I like, was wound up. I couldn't work for, like, the next hour. <laughs> I was just... 
Wait, you were watching it during No, during well, work? I watched it before work. I woke up early and watched it. I bet. <laughs> yeah. And and I just was like I, I was that's like, I was like shaking about it for hours and I couldn't stop. That's like your thing, right? Uh, like you like the nostalgia. Yeah, it was things. The and and the callbacks if you will. I had to get on Facebook and just find people to talk to about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It you need to keep a Star Trek journal. It was uh, an STJ. If 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 you haven't seen episode six of Picard, uh, you know, or all one Star Trek people listen to this. If you have and you want to talk with Spencer about it, yeah. just go to the pot, go to the website, and you can you can message well, us directly. At the end of it, I'm just sitting. I wish I had the camera on so you could see my face. I'm just. That's what you're gonna have to do next. <laughs> Like that really that you seen that guy on TikTok that gets excited by trains? <laughs> <laughs> you, you need a GoPro just on your hat, looking at your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, but yeah, we watched uh, we watched The Last of Us this week. The whole thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was yeah over a few days. You know, there's only nine episodes. Oh yeah. But, Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I, it was hard to relax. But it's not that kind of show. I didn't like the last episode. I mean, it was good. Not like I didn't like it as in it was made poorly. I just didn't like the way it ended. <laughs> you don't like the story. It kind of made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the story. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it's good though. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's your two reviews. Yeah, yeah. Star Trek episode six so- and South the Park last was of us. Good this week too. <laughs> Yeah, we could start. I was going to have uh we were going to have have Connor come on the show and do some music reviews cuz he's he's a buff. You know? Like he's strong in he's, music. He's he is strong in music. Is that what that means when someone says like you're a music buff? I don't know. I know that in a video game when you get a buff it makes you stronger or when you say that guy's buff it means they're big. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. In a video is buff game. Buff for short for something like buffalocholit. Buffumer. <laughs> Buffer? Buffology. I'm I'm a buff. Boof. Maybe it's yeah, I don't know. You're a boof? I'm a boof. <laughs> That's uh, enough, people. That's enough. All right. We're done. All right. Okay, Thanks well, for being here, see everybody. Another two months. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here. Find us at the Artake Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Truth Social, where you can go just just put a hashtag that's opposed to Trump, and it's really funny to watch what happens to the numbers. Uh, anyway, uh, the Artake Podcast.com. For episode 137, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time.